me lovelies, it's me, Ned Natter, and I'm here to chatter down on the farm. I hope I'll get to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on me Florida farm. It's great to be with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. Today I want to natter about a few things, but first up I need to answer a question. Well, it's a question I get asked a few times. Yep, why I don't natter about the news and current affairs. Well, me lovelies, to answer that, I'll ask you a question. And you tired of it all, you know, um, you know, I think so. You don't want me reminding you of everything else that's already been seen and heard, do you? Me show's supposed to be a break from it all. You know, a good laugh. Even if it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Still, you can always listen to all me shows again at me website, nednatter.com. Anyway, before you run off and tell you more, let's have a look round the farm, shall we? A few days ago, ding-dang me farmhand grappled with the wrong end of me lame horse, Nan. He reckons she wasn't lame at all, you see, and um, just had something in her roof, you know. <laughs> so Ding Dang was wrong, of course. It's the first thing I checked two years ago. But he says he knows horses. Well, you don't know Nan, and she hates everyone. Just like her namesake, me miserable old mum. <laughs> you remember last time old Ding got shot in the ass by Elsie? After mooning to me lovely late neighbour young Alice. Well, this time, the horse kicked him in the head. Oh dear, but I want to remind you, there's nothing inside anyway. So ding-dang, you'll be just fine, won't you? Anyway, away from the broken nose and bruises, well, maybe fine is an exaggeration. How about his normal stupid son? <laughs> the campers are still here. To be honest, they've become an inevitable part of farm life, aren't they? Quinton told me this week that he's moving up in the world. Of course, I thought I'd finally lose me camping tenants. <laughs> no such luck. Him and his partner, Coagulate, have managed to scrape together enough cash to buy a small trailer from one of Ding Dang's relatives. Well, he has enough of them. No uh, relatives, that is, not trailers. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the pile of scrap metal to show up at any time. You're probably wondering how I know it's going to be scrap metal. Yep. Well, that links to another recent event. I learnt a few days ago just what kind of guy Ding Dang's relative really is. His name's Elrod. <laughs> yep, it does sound like something you use to clean the drains, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway... He seems to be a rotten branch on Ding Dang's family tree. But I'm getting off track a bit. Me blind neighbour, old Lonnie, stopped by the farm, looking for some food, you know, a little donation. <laughs> See, I gave him an old microwave oven as a New Year gift, you know, an old one. He wants to cook something in it that doesn't explode. Well... That's what happened, he said, when he tried a tortoise a few days ago. <laughs> anyway, Lonnie was in a bit of a state. He starts telling me about how he thinks he's going deaf too, poor old mucker. He said he can't hear his radio, and Lonnie loves to listen to radio. Trouble is, he's having trouble hearing it at all. And asked me to look at it. He reckoned either something's wrong with the radio, or he's really going deaf. <laughs> so... I drove Lonnie over to his trailer. It sits on half an acre of weeds. It's easy to find too. See, there's always, 
you know, at least a dozen black vultures circling above the place, waiting for one of Lonnie's roadkill carcasses. <laughs> so I walk into the house and nothing works. No lights, nothing. So I said, maybe that's the problem, Lonnie. You know, he says, no, 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 wait. And he fumbles for this big ugly switch on the door, you know, by the door there. Suddenly, there's a loud, overpowering sound of an engine. A two-stroke thing. See, Lonnie didn't pay the electric bill, and now he's using a generator fitted by none other than Elrod, this ding-dang relative. It's so loud, I had the same hearing problem myself. Well, actually, you know, I couldn't even hear myself think, let alone hear the radio. <laughs> Once inside the house, I discovered why Lonnie's always getting lost, too. You know, he's always disappearing somewhere. There's no carpet, just concrete. Elroy told him it would be better. Yep, concrete and taxes. Poor old Lonnie doesn't get lost because he's, you know, he doesn't just get lost. He can't see, tell his way whether he's in the home or outside. There's concrete in the yard too. Poor old mucker. <laughs> totally confused he is. Anyway, moving on. The wife Elsie's given up on the um, above ground pool come bath idea. After the last humiliating disaster we had. She's been leafing through a catalogue of power washers. <laughs> oh dear. I hope she's not expecting me to operate the thing. Actually, hose her down. Maybe she'll ask me old mum Nan instead. That'd be better. See, she's spent the week leafing through a book about the health benefits of colonic irrigation. <laughs> of course, with a power washer, she should be able to experiment and clean our Elsie's teeth at the same time. Still, I have to admit, the wife's kind of stuck to her New Year's resolution. Yep. She lost £20 this week. Yep, see, she skipped two meals. <laughs> it's difficult to describe the wife as a heavy eater, though. In fact, most of the time, I don't like describing her at all. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me at the website, nednatter.com. You find all my shows there, too. Well, still on the farm, I'm sure you've all heard of Easter egg hunts. Well, on me farm, it's become a daily event. A few of me free-range hens are playing games with me. They lay somewhere on the land, and I mean somewhere. See, when I find the hiding spot and collect up the eggs, they watch me suspiciously. <laughs> then, I find another place. The favourite spots are in a load of blackberry and vine thorns. I reckon they think I need the exercise and still I end up looking like a pincushion. <laughs> but they're wrong. They're going to get caged the way they're going on. <laughs> on the subject of annoying things, we all have a little pet hates, don't we? One of mine is the word processed food. Just remember that shite is also technically processed food, isn't it? Yep, processed by the gut, rather than a guy in a dirty big factory. <laughs> Another of me pet dislikes is when you go to the grocery store and they aptly tell you you've saved a dollar forty-six. Yep, and you've just spent hundred and sixty, ain't you? <laughs> saved? No, I just spent. To remind him. Of course. I have to drive to the nearest town for me groceries. One day last week I noticed something unusual though. A lot of the folks around with orange hair. Not really natural looking either. 
their skin was a kind of brownie-orange colour too. So, of course, I thought they maybe do all from one family. Or oh, there's a special offer at the dollar store. You know, for our die. <laughs> but I was wrong again. See, they all come from this one rural backwoods place where they're all shallow wells there. You know, and the orange comes from the rust in the water. Oh, yuck. I wonder if I should help them out, you know, and pay for a new deeper well. Or just send them over a big case of WD-40. <laughs> well, me lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages from you, me listeners. But from time to time, I get an odd question too. So in this season, I've decided to feature them in me shows. This one arrived from Bettina in Baltimore. She asked me if I believe all these ads for what she thinks are made-up medical conditions. You know the ones you see them on the ads and the TV and stuff, you know, acid reflux disease, restless leg syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, lactose intolerance, that kind of thing, you know. Well, thanks for your note, Bettina. I can only ask around the farm and me neighbours, and I've got a pretty good idea that you're right. I think they are made up, some of these things, you know, sell some drugs. <laughs> I can tell you that the wife, Elsie, suffers from irritable gut syndrome, though. Yep, she never stops eating. <laughs> and I just thought irritable bowel was nothing but a case of bad gas. <laughs> then, when they say that these new viruses are drug-resistant, you know, surely they're just talking about the DA, aren't you? You know, that. They're very drug-resistant, aren't they? <laughs> then, with me, I'm not so much lactose intolerant. I'm just intolerant. <laughs> I think as I get older, I tolerate less. Particularly people that get under me skin. Alice, me lovely neighbour, is not one of those, of course. She told me there are lots of ways of handling anger management. <laughs> but unlike the wife, I don't run around the place with a shotgun. I tend to bottle it all up until I'm nearly ready to explode. <laughs> anyway, my lovelies, as I said, round here, my old mum, she's top of the intolerant members of the family. She's got restless legs and just plain old irritable syndrome. The <laughs> bowel doesn't even get a look in here. I'm sure the drug companies could come up with something, you know, a new disease just based on her, you know, miserable old nagging crow syndrome. <laughs> On the other hand, most gamekeepers shoot crows, don't they? <laughs> As we all know, my old neighbour Rush has an overactive bladder. Added to that, he's got an overactive imagination. Particularly when it comes to his brand of politics. <laughs> then, in stark contrast, old Fred, my nudist neighbour, has the classic need. Trouble is, with ED... He always needs outside help. <laughs> Me lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice, well, she don't worry about anything man-made. With her, it's all herbs and spices. On the other hand, Ding Dang Me Farman suffers from this thing called chronic fatigue syndrome, but not in the classic sense. In other words, he doesn't want to do anything at all. Maybe we could dream up uh, you know, some new thing like Sleepy Ann Syndrome. He's already got bone idolitis. But like tonsillitis. Only he can still moan about it and everything ain't right. <laughs> anyway, this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatter.com. Me neighbour Rash has always got something to say. 
and when I told him I was nattering about medical complaints, he said he's got plenty of them. Complaints, that is. <laughs> he said that when he was in New York, a lot, a lot of the time, you know, driving up and down, he went to see this doctor about this pain in his hands. He got diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome. Rush reckoned, on the other hand, in New York, he was really suffering from Lincoln Tunnel Syndrome. <laughs> That's right. It's also known as a tailback. <laughs> and as usual, it's sorry, Ned. Gotta go. He's off behind a big old granddaddy oak. <laughs> I'm really starting to feel sorry for that tree, you know. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. My long-lost relative Skip Natter was staying with me over the new year, but unfortunately he dreamed up some new sim swindle, you know, and uh, vanished for a few days. But I'm still checking to see what he took with him. <laughs> and on the con man front, me agent 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week. Kind of farm topical for a change, but it's not really my thing. Anyway, I'll have a go for you, alright? Here we go. Get the latest thrill DVD, Ovulators Gone Wild. The tale of a dozen hens, half a dozen eggs, and spring break feathers. It's the much-awaited sequel to Hens in Cancun and Chickfest 2000. The DVD is out now, and the first 100 come with a free, one-size-fits-most, Silly Plucker t-shirt. So don't wait, buy it direct at scramblepoachedandfried.com or find it in all bad bookstores. Oh dear, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> By the way, moving along, they sold a piece of land nearby me for the farm. About six months ago, it was all trees. Then within days, it was all dirt. They cleared it, burnt it and then levelled it. Nice private gap in the woods, I reckon. <laughs> then, of course, drama day arrived. You know, the mobile home with it in two halves arrived. You know, two halves, yep, mobile. These things don't look like mobile to begin with. And once it's been dropped off, they're never mobile again, are they? <laughs> Pretty ugly, too. You know, the one they brought? Ooh, funny looking thing. <laughs> also, on the way in, you know, swiping the street signs, taking the old mailbox, too, getting stuck a few times. <laughs> Then within a couple of days it was all anchored to the earth. Yet remember, the word mobile, you know, it's a uh, second round of drama arrived when they drilled an hole for the water. It doesn't look or smell so good, and now, with the water, they need something else. Yep, that's right, a shite box. This showed up about a week later, on a truck followed by a digger, of course. The thing that struck me the most about the old thing was that the septic tank is built of concrete and hidden underground. Great for emergencies and hurricanes. It looks like me neighbour old Rush's panic room. <laughs> so when a bad storm or something comes through, there's somewhere to hide when the house goes missing, isn't there? <laughs> Only trouble is, with global warming, anything underground gets wet. <laughs> then, there's a weird irony with these mobile homes. You know, the insurance companies, they hate them, don't they? Yep, they're just thinking about hurricanes and tornadoes. Yeah, all that formaldehyde glue holds all that wood and plastic together quite well, don't it? After, even after 25 years, it's still stuck. And now they anchor them to the ground with concrete, just to make sure. Did you get all that? <laughs> Bit much, innit? Anyway, 
Well, when there's me farmhouse, you know, it's another story, and it? it's 125 years old, and I can get insurance easy. It's not a mobile home. It's an old cracker house, actually. <laughs> well, more like a creaker in my case. It, it creaks night and day. So I've got termites. Some of them, so old, you know, they come around with walkers. That's right. They've been chewing wood for years and breathing the same way. Well, like termites, these old timers, they make rabbits look like part timers. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me shows at nednatter.com. I haven't done a book review for a while, have I? Mainly because nobody wants to send me their books. <laughs> anyway, this week I got one in the mail. It's unfortunately on one of my least favourite subjects, isn't it? Self-help. <laughs> it's called The Answer. And the author is Auntie Anita Antebellum. Yeah, bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Maybe she's, um, you know, a bit like AAA. <laughs> Only she don't bring the free gas and tell you to a repair shop, does she? <laughs> Her author photo is another story. Isn't in the back cover. Nope, it's the centre spread. I mean... It takes up two pages. Nothing erotic, though. It's just that um, her head is too big for one page. <laughs> anyway, she claims to have the answer to gaining bountiful wealth. Very nice. So I thought I'd take a look. After all, I like to have an open mind. And I'm a farmer, not a multi-millionaire. Well, I did. Oh, dear. I got the answer pretty quick. See, the root of the book is bountiful wealth, all right. Yup. See, once you've bought the book, a second book, and a third book, a calendar, a rucksack with a special logo, a set of four coffee mugs, a daily diary, and the answer app for your phone, subscribe to a newsletter, be on one or more of her 58 online courses, <laughs> you've found the answer, right, in you? Yup. Her bountiful wealth is guaranteed. That's right, hers. Oh dear. You know me, lovely? I think I'll burn this one. And go and write me own book. Yep, a feathery end to a once gifted man. Not quite self-help. More of a kind of, um, what you say, steer clear book? <laughs> well, that's all me, lovelies. On that note, I better go light a fiery. Eh? I got nobody to play marbles today, and it's far too complicated a game for someone like Ding Dang. He's more used to chucking empty beer cans rather than little glass balls. So, until next time, I'm Ned Nara. Just remember, farmers are getting older. Some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave sand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. And without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun, will they? In the meantime, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com along with them social media links. So come by and say hi. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Nednat Show next Wednesday. So until next time, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. Don't sweat any of that small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies. <laughs>